Ready to build better benefits that maximize employee wellness? Join Infirmary Health and Rx Benefits June 4th ASHRA webinar as they discuss actionable advice for developing pharmacy programs with your pharmacy resources, how to build internal and external partnerships that boost employee wellness, and what pharmacy trends could impact future benefit design for all HR leaders. Register today. To learn more about Rx Benefits, visit employers.rxbenefits.com or click the link in show notes. Asher listeners, welcome to another episode of the Asher Podcast. I'm your co-host, Luke Kerrigan. I'm here with Bo Brabo, and we have Sharla Garcia with us, who is the Chief Human Resources Officer at Uvalde Memorial Hospital in Texas. And we're chatting beforehand, before this episode, and I, I, I we're not going to have a lack of things to talk about <laughs> right now, Bo. Right. Uh, so, Charla, first of all, welcome to the show. It's great to have you. Thank you. Uh, give us a background start. Uh, with it is your career path is awesome. I think it's a story that we hear over and over again in healthcare that I, I love about healthcare is that like, look, you start anywhere and be a CHRO, right? <laughs> so tell us about your journey and then let's go from there and let's help other Charlottes out there. Well, you know, anybody can do it. Not very many people want to do my job. So um... I don't think they can. It's, <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> I try to give it away some days and I started a small hospital. My grandmother said, hey, I think there's a secretary job opening. So I started, I was the, and it started with the CEO. So I took that job and I was with um, two CEOs. Uh, The second one came in and offered me the HR position. So I've been filling hats and doing numerous things for the last 27 years. Wow. That's amazing. That is super amazing. So tell us about your mighty team. We were talking about this before and tell us about the team size, employee size, and then we're just going to start digging into everything that you've learned and what you're doing. Well, we are designated as a critical access hospital, but we um, are huge on the outpatient side. We're not a typical critical access. Um, We have 550 employees. Uh, we hire physicians, CRNAs, um, employees, mid-levels. We mm-hmm. hire all of them through our through the hospital. Um, I have three HR staff members. Um, two have degrees in HR. One has a business degree, and we're actually remodeling right now uh, our workflow. Uh, we built a new hospital, and we moved in about a year ago, um, and so we're trying to implement what would be a business partner model um, so that we're more hands-on, quicker turnaround, uh, employee issues, you know, everybody kind of knows everything. So we're kind of in a restructuring team, but they're really excited about it. So That's super cool. Change can be exciting. That. Yeah. So we were talking beforehand about how uh, I asked the question because that's what I imagined your your day being like. It is, I was like, well, when you get to work, do you ever get to just get there at 8 a.m. and just do exactly what's on your calendar for that day? And your answer was? No, never, <laughs> ever, ever. I, I would joy the day that I don't wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning and do texts and emails and uh, all of my managers say, stop working on Sunday night, you know, <laughs> and you never one minute. My eight o'clock appointment is actually my eight o'clock appointment. So do it's fun, it? though. Do I you, do. You can tell. You I can do. absolutely tell. Yeah. That's the glory of 
it's truly the glory of having a small HR team in a mid-sized company versus being in a large company and you may have hundreds or even a thousand HR folks, um, all your functions being separated. Uh, tell us about how you, how you develop your own team because you're dealing with all HR functions every day. We right? do. You don't have a separate benefit shop, a separate recruiting shop, separate employee relations shop, separate DEI shop. You know, it's all you and your three team members doing all of that. And do you also handle payroll? We do. And you, and you we have do. Payroll. We don't hit the button, but we do all but of the pre-payroll. Yeah. Do so, it all in-house? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So how, how do you develop them, your team? And how do you keep them inspired and motivated? Um, because I've been there and, and I know that those can be daunting types of days. It's hard and it's a lot and we're always behind. So we appreciate the grace of all of our employees and our managers. Um, I think they're all very self-motivated. They, they're in it for the same reason I am because we want to make the hospital better. We want to make the employees better. Um, and we want to fix their problems as they come up, you know, employee benefits. We're self-funded. So we do, we work a lot on the back end to make sure, um, People have access to drugs to, you know, we have a high diabetic population. So um, a lot of insurances don't want to pay for medications and we make sure that they're all covered. Uh, low co-pays, health care is free at the hospital. We want to make sure that they get their wellness checks. And so I think they're all very motivated the same way. Um, I was the only one. We all came. We all came into HR actually with zero experience in HR, um, so it's it's just learning. It's the nuances and the variety. Did you say healthcare is free at the hospital mm-hmm. to all employees? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, that's fantastic. You, you don't see that ever. Yeah. So no deductible, no copays. If they're seeing if they're seeing someone in the hospital for any any of the services you offer, that there's no cost to the employee. Does that include? family members who are on the health plan? It does. It It does. And our premiums are $80 a month. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Because we talk about like insurance and like even, you know, health plans, there's there's good ones out there. I don't know if any of them are just awesome, over the top, great, right? You know what I mean? It's kind of a joke. Bo and I joke about all the time. We're like, oh, wouldn't it be great if some of these organizations, you know, like had their own hospital (laughs) where they could treat people? But rarely do you hear somebody say, no, it's free for the employee and their family. I haven't heard that of you. No, I think that it's been, I think that's great. That's the way it should be. Well, we're self-funded. We're going to pay somebody. So we might as well, you know, keep the money to ourselves because you're a patient. I'm going to see somebody in that slot. Might as well be taking care of ourselves. Are there, my mind is immediately going to that. There's benefits uh, for just even the employees at work and not waiting to get healthcare. Cause if you're there on the job, Right. And something's like wrong with you. Like if something's wrong with me, I'm probably going to put it off. I'm going to try to wait to get an appointment. Mm-hmm. But if I'm there, you know, and it's a small organization, is it a r- real scenario where I could just like go down the hallway and be like, hey, check this out real quick? You can. We're because we're small and rural, our physicians are very uh, loyal to the hospital and the, the staff. And mm-hmm. you, text doctor surgeon or text doctor ortho or primary care and they write your prescription or send the orders and you go down and get your test and i'm blown away 
Yeah, I've had that in a couple of organizations where we had a medical unit inside the or- not a healthcare organization, but we had our own medical unit. Really? And the utilization, right, of having an in-house medical unit off off the charts for your people. Of course, you're already there. Yeah. Right? You don't yeah, have it's to in the building. Yeah, in the building, you don't have to get childcare. Right. Or to take time off work necessarily. I mean, obviously for certain, you know, routine things you're going to want to, but people put stuff off just because of work. So, yep. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Have you seen in the population that make a big impact on folks? Yes, actually. Um, it has, because we've made a lot of changes in the plan, people are getting their medication. We had uh, one employee before we switched, um, they weren't going to cover her uh, strips anymore, but, uh, she had been on that same diabetic unit for, I don't know, eight years. Hmm. We're like pay for the strips, you know? So we, we cover it now. She, because she was like, I'm just testing every other day yeah and that's so hard. And it's, yeah. you know, I mean, we're a hospital. We're supposed to be caring for our patients and sometimes our employees cool. are our patients. So yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's I like just it. So cool, Charlotte. Over the past twenty-seven, almost twenty-eight years, what is there a key moment or anything you're most proud of that you've been able to do? Um, probably implemented the patient experience process that we have now. Uh, we started measuring it um, in twenty two thousand six, and I was looking for you know, what to do, what, how can we make ourselves better? And, uh, we reached out, we implemented, it wasn't just patient experience, but it was the whole employee experience and the rounding and really, really making that connection so that the employees feel heard, the patients feel heard. And, you know, our scores have shown that in, both avenues where we've been for employee satisfaction, we've been 99th percentile uh, for probably six years, 90th wow. percentile or higher uh, since 2007. Our HCAP scores are all, uh, we call it blue, mm-hmm. over 95th percentile. So it's just community, caring for community. And I'm glad I got to make that connection with the things that. I introduced. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. It's really good. Community caring for community. Isn't that what it's all about? It is. I think that's what the, the best thing about your hospital systems, right? Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before. You're mostly normally one of the largest employers in the community. Yes. You're a representation of the community. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, it's really, really you are incredible. the community. You are the community. <laughs> like, we are. Like seriously, we are. Right? I mean, and and just being there in the community, just the friendships, and uh, I don't know. You just, you just think about over that time the closeness you have. Where it's a life journey with your coworkers that are there, watching their kids go grow up. Yeah. Heck, go to yeah. college, right? Right. So when you think about the patient experience, right? More likely than not, if you don't work at that hospital. You know somebody who does. Absolutely. Maybe two degrees separated, right? So you're going to get very real, timely information. Just just anybody that's going to go use the hospital and say, hey, what do you think about Dr. Luke? 
right? You ever seen Dr. <laughs> oh, uh, let me tell you about Dr. Luke, right? Yeah, and, scores off the charts. Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> right? Scores are off the charts. That's who you want to see, right? And that that's because it's because it is community based and it is it is super relevant to everybody that lives there. Everybody may at some point need the hospital. Um and they know people that know people at the at the that's the the second degree is the the longest stretch there, right? Um and they're going to ask those questions. They do. There's probably no other organization in town <laughs> where you can actually get that, right? No. I don't think so. Definitely not. Right. So, I think that's great. Do you ever just stop and think about how special it is? Because we you know, we do a ton of these episodes, and this one this one is kind of spe- it's kind of spe- it feels special Aww. for me. Do you do you ever take a step back and you're like, this is really special? Well, I think I think about it. I don't really think about it from my perspective, but when we're recruiting nurses, uh, we kind of say the same thing. Like with we were talking about HR, um, that I do the benefits, the the pay, the hiring, the firing, the recruiting, you know, everything. Um, nurses have the same opportunity because we're um, trauma level four. So we get everything. We get gunshots. We get our May 24th shooting. We And we can do all of it. You know, you work med surge. You see heart attacks. You see STEMIs. You see drips. You see, you know, I mean, you see yeah. all of these patients. And it's not just I'm in NICU. You know, we have a level. We're level two nursery. So we get bad babies and uh, we have to treat them until we can ship them out. And so being a nurse, being being a clinician is amazing. And the opportunities that we have, even our radiology department, everyone is multimodality. So we have nuke med techs, we have MRI techs, and they all started as a, a rad tech. And you just cross train and do whatever, however much growth you want to do. That's so special. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty cool, isn't it, Bo? I think it's I think it's great. You know, it just makes me think about even locally around me, right? It's a small town. There's a small, probably about maybe about the same size hospital that you have, right? And it's so common. You'd be out out to dinner like downtown, and someone say, "Hey, there's there's Doctor Cat from the ER." Oh, hey, that's Sharon. She works in billing. Mm-hmm. You ever have a billing problem? Make sure you call Sharon, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, so when you think about that, and like all your employees know that, obviously. Right, because they're going to be seeing people in the community whom they treat. Um, when you're in the big cities, the big health systems, like bumping into your provider or someone that you that you saw or interacted with at the hospital, like at the grocery store, probably isn't going to happen. There's probably low probability, mm-hmm. but not in a rural setting in a small small town, small hospital, community hospital. That's right. You bump into those people all the time. You're going to church with them. You're it's so important. You're firing them. You're firing. You're <laughs> firing them, right? Hiring, firing. Yes. I was thing. at I was at Walmart in line, and I wasn't paying attention. I was putting my stuff on the conveyor belt, and I look up, and someone I had terminated, she flicked off the light and left the station. <laughs> no, but I mean, didn't you didn't you also hire her too? Though I like, did, but so, she didn't appreciate but that. that. But the termination was last memory. Yeah, for her. last memory. Yes. I feel yes. like they should cancel out. You know, be like, well, you <laughs> gave me a shot. <laughs> Have you ever hired somebody that you remembered when they were born at the hospital? Um, I'm actually here. working <laughs> for me. 
Um, no way. Yes, working for me, um, Emily uh, is the same age as my daughter, and so I've known her mom. I only, I only met. We moved to that town in third grade, but so yeah. literally, oh, that's cool. born there. Yeah, yeah, that is special. Super special. That's so cool. This has been fantastic. Yeah, this is this has been like a heartwarming episode for me. <laughs> I got to tell Makes you. Makes you want to come to Uvalde. It and does. Take it a does. little tour of our hospital. It does. It does. Or just like, just think of the way things could be if like, you know, if healthcare, because healthcare already is a direct reflection of its community. We say that all the time, but it's just extra amplified in your setting. And it almost makes me think about like, what, what would life be like, Bo, if that's what you had? Like, it's almost like the tribal sense. Yeah. Right. We're just having the community, raising the community, mm-hmm. taking care of the community. And I would be remiss if I didn't say something about our board of directors because they're very protective of that culture. Really? They, they, we have money in the bank. You know, we paid off our hospital in cash. So we, we do very well financially and they always want to give back to the employees. What do we need? What do you want? You know, how can we, uh, do better care. So they're always putting it back in. They're very, very supportive, very stable, very thoughtful in all the decisions that they make. We don't hear that like ever. What, what would you say, what are you attributing the financial success to? Because we, in, have you heard that in an episode? No, that's the first. <laughs> no, that's the first of anyone's going to be, hey, we're doing great financially. <laughs> and guess what? We really like to give back to our employees with that financial success. You were the first. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes. Well, sure. um, awesome. not not meaning to brag, but I'm just, the board is very, they're very thoughtful in what they do. You know, we moved to critical access for the revenue uh, generator. Um Texas has a nursing home program, so we have 27 nursing homes that we buy, and through a governmental program, they we get to help the nursing home because they get part of the proceeds, we get part of the proceeds, and um, so that's helped us significantly. During COVID, when everybody was shutting their doors and not seeing patients, we took them all, you know, wow. so... Charlotte, this has been absolutely wonderful. This is a heartwarming episode. I'm glad you joined us. It's just, uh, I'm happy to know you and keep us informed of what's going on. Cause I like to, I don't know. I love hearing stories like this. What do you think, Bo? Yeah, it's great. It's, it's really good to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being here. You're always welcome back. Um, thank you. Enjoy the rest of the conference with you and, uh, ask your listeners. That's a wrap. Still listening? Save your seat for the upcoming June 4th ASHRA webinar with RX Benefits and Infirmary Health today. Questions for the speakers? Send them ahead of time to ashra.edu at ashra.org.